Chats from the Blog Cabin. This is your favorite time of the week with your number one one podcast. Welcome back to another episode of Chats from the Blog Cabin. Um, another solo episode in a new and improved uh, blog cabin. I rearranged my office and did some soul searching in this off, a little bit off season. And got a new desk, new outlook. I decided to upgrade some stuff and declutter and get rid of some of the stuff. So it's 2023 is all about reinvention, renewing, um, adventure. That's my word of the year, which, <laughs> duh, I'm surprised I haven't picked that out before. I'm going to write a blog post about that pretty soon because my blog is called Adventures of Frugal Mom. So <laughs> why have I not picked adventures before? <clears throat> but today I want to talk to you about motives. Um, I literally had my toes stepped all over in my devotional this week, and I had written it down that I was going to write a blog post about it. But looking at my to-do list for the blog, I'm like, you know what? This thing right now can become a podcast episode instead of a a blog post. And that would be one less thing that I have to write about. I am currently doing a Bible study with um, Lynn, what's her name? Lynn Cowell and Amy Carroll. Amy Carroll, I've never done one, I don't think of Lynn's, but I've done a couple with Amy. And Amy is, they're both just down to earth, North Carolina ladies. I absolutely love North Carolina is where I come from and they're doing the study is about Esther and I'm a little bit I'm not behind I'm actually they're in week two going in week two they're going to be going into on Wednesday night they'll be discussing week two of the study so I'm actually right on time I haven't started week two I just finished week one today but there was a part in week one that really stepped all over my toes and I'm here, and it's like a little confession for me to confess to you. Um, motives. What are our motives for doing things? In this particular episode, um, Lynn was talking, and Lynn and Amy both were talking about how they were like saying that there was one particular episode where they were like, oh my gosh, some friend sent me this email, and I really, really, really did not want to listen to this email at all. And I just really did not want to listen. I fired off this email back and I was going to post it on social media saying, please do not tag me and all this stuff. Please do not send me this email. And then she said she thought about it. And she sent it to her husband. And her husband said, don't post it. And it was right because her motives weren't right. Her motives weren't about how upset she was ever what the what the actual email are was about it was about the fact that it was sent mass it was a mass email but it was like something that upset her but it wasn't directed directly to her and i think there's a lot of times on social media we often get triggered um when we should just be scrolling and instead of scrolling past things that trigger us or mute people that trigger us um we tend to respond and we, we respond in a negative way which causes a lot of hurt feelings across the board of both people and also causes a lot of breaks in friendships. I have, in the last year, 
personally muted a lot of friends on Facebook and Instagram. Not to say that I don't go and, and look at them. I'm like, okay, if I'm in this mood today that I really want to see what they're up to, let me go look at them. And it's not because I don't believe in what they're doing. It's just some of the things they said trigger me. It's not that they're not having a great life or anything. It's just something within me that trigger that's triggered. And I'm like, I don't need that trigger. Because then I get looking at my life saying, what's wrong with my life? Why isn't my life the greatest like them? And that comparison gets me. Well, going back to motives, I'm going to tell y'all that when the toes get stepped on, they get stepped on. And God has a way of showing you when your motives are not the way they should be. And I will tell you the little story when we come back about the motives. But first, we need to take a commercial break. Chats from the blog cabin. Enjoying this episode? Leave a review now. Chats from the blog cabin. Hit subscribe and don't miss the next episode. Okay, so I'm back. Like I said, I'm doing the book of Esther. It's called Seeing Our Invisible God, Our Invisible God in an Uncertain World. And it's by Lynn Cowell and Amy Carroll. And I will um, post it in the show notes. It's a online Bible study. Every Wednesday night, they get on and Lynn and Amy will teach um, a particular lesson from um, the book. Um, it's a really great book so far. I'm only in, the, like I said, the first week, but the book has already covered 44 pages already in the first week. But this particular one is on section day five, and it's called The Mystery of Mixed Motives. And the one that really got me was this, only the Lord truly knows people's motives. And as I was reading through it today, Yes, I admit, they're already starting on week two, and I'm just finishing week one. My toes were stepped on. Because I found myself this week questioning two people's motives on why they do things. Um, one is, and I'm not going to say the people's names because I don't want to hurt anybody's feelings. But one is someone who is very well-known in our community. Um, but... And she, there is a very charitable organization she's involved with. But it seems like every time that the charitable organization is doing something, her face is always plastered up there. Like, it's, oh, look at me, look at me, look at me. Instead of look at what this organization is doing. That's how it comes across to me. And I even had this conversation with a friend of mine this week saying, well, maybe if we didn't know this person personally, we would think differently because as we know this person and we know the, her personality that we question whether things with the organization is kosher. Um, and I hate even to mention that, but 
that's when my toes were stepped on today when I was reading this because I was like, well, maybe I should lay that aside. And I'm coming to you and I'm confessing this now because a lot of people don't confess when they've done wrong. A lot of people say, okay, I'm confessing. I'll confess to God. It's between me and God what I've done wrong. But I think when we first, when we start talking about, hey, we've done this. We're only human. We're not perfect people. Nobody's marriage is perfect. Nobody's life is perfect. Nobody's health is perfect. We can put on this perfect Instagram all we want. Perfect social media. But we're not perfect. And when we start looking back and realizing that some of the things that cause sin in our hearts are things that cause our motivations, our motives to be messed up, then we need to start questioning it. The second one was in the same conversation with the same friend who I absolutely adore this friend. I can talk about anything and everything with this friend and not have to worry about anything. Um, we talked about another friend and I've seen this friend change, totally change from being one that was totally centered around her family to being totally centered around herself as far as social media goes. And I don't know because I lost touch with this friend because I have just been turned off by the way. She's done just totally about social media and nothing about her family. That I've just been turned off by it because I've seen things. And I'm like, I can't. I can't abide this. And it's okay to mute. It's okay to say, okay, I can't be friends with this person anymore. Or I can't follow this person anymore. Or I can't respond to this person anymore. Because honestly, folks, if it triggers you, sorry, that's my printer that just went off. Um, if it triggers you, then you need to just let it go. And I'm going to read you a part, of the, a part of this. It says, only the Lord truly knows people's motives. This is an important truth to hold as we deal with both ourselves and others. We can guess at people's motives by looking at their actions, just like we've been doing in our study. But we can never be sure of their motives. It's a dangerous judgment to make. Making assumptions about people's motives will certainly come back to bite me. As most people do, I tend toward attributing bad motives to actions that I don't like. Think about it. How often do we attribute someone's motives to, oh, well, they only want to be so-and-so's friend because that person can give them all the money or they only want to be so-and-so's friend because that person can get them into the right clubs. Like in high school, think back when you're in high school and elementary school, you want to be so-and-so's friend because that person has the greatest snacks. You know, think about it. Everything's all laid about motives. The problem with that is that it damages relationships by creating defensiveness, discounting wounds or condemning unfairly. And you go back to Vestia, and if you're not sure of who she is, Vestia, she is the queen um, that Esther kind of, that Xerxes dethrones because she doesn't go to Xerxes when he demands her to go see him. And he kind of banishes her and says, you're gone. And Esther becomes the queen after that. Because 
she has so many different viewpoints about her why she didn't go why she didn't submit to her husband and there's so many things about that and then it goes on to say even our own motives can be murky it's all too easy to deceive ourselves and it's true we can easily lie to ourselves and tell us oh well you know what I'm going to go to this event and my motives are going to be purely so that I don't have to do anything. I just want to go out and be with people. But then when you go home and you're, especially if you're a blogger and you're writing about it or you're, or you're putting on Instagram or you put it on Facebook and then you start looking at the other people that were there and they're getting more likes and they're getting more followers or they're getting more comments than what you got on your post. They're like, oh, wait a second. Why didn't I? That shouldn't be the event. You should have wanted to go to the event because you were trying to help the brand, not because you wanted more popularity for yourself. We're almost always judge our own motives more gently than the harsh ones we deliver to others. And it's true. We tend to look at others and, and judge their motives. But for me, I judge myself harshly as far as body image, as far as self-esteem, as far as I'm not good enough, that so-and-so is better than me, that is me. But as far as motives go, I can see that totally 100% point. Unless someone comes out and tells us their motives, it's better to leave the judging to God. He's the only one who knows the true weight of every motive, so he's the sole qualified judge. When you think about it, That's true. And, and when I was reading, going through and reading this, and they were giving different scriptures, and some of them were Proverbs 16, 2. One was 1 Corinthians 4, 5. The other one was Philippians 1, 18. And the other one was James 4, 3. And they were all talking about motives. And in those four verses, they said, The Lord will reveal his motives in his second coming. Wrong motives can block prayers being answered. Never knew that. Motives can only be weighed by God, which what we were talking about. And God can use both false and true motives in preaching. He can take something that we think is not good and he can turn it for good. One of my favorite verses in all of the Bible is when Joseph goes and his brother, he, after he's been thrown in the pit, dressed with the coat of many colors, he's thrown in the pit, and he has come back out. He's now the right hand of, the, of, of Pharaoh in Egypt. And his brothers come, and he opens his arms to his brothers, and he gives after all his famine, and he helps his brothers out. And he said, what you meant for evil, God meant for good. That is... One of my favorite verses, and it's in Genesis. I think it's Genesis. Oh my gosh, I cannot remember the verse. But um, I know it's the very last chapter of Genesis. But that is one of my favorite verses. And there was another one. It's in Romans. And I know this one because this one actually is in the study this week. So let me see if I can find it real quick to share it with you. But it's um, it's Romans 8.28. And we know that in all things, God works for the good of those who love him, who have been called according to his purpose. 
And guys, I just want to talk to you. Think about it. If I got triggered and my toes stepped all over my toes, ouch, I mean, my toes were hurting, um, which I don't think it's any coincidence that I posted on Instagram on my frugal mom page a <laughs> two posts this week about shoes. Who knew that today I was going to be doing a podcast about getting my toes stepped on because motives that I was questioning somebody else's motives. Y'all, it's funny how God works. I'm learning to check myself before I wreck myself. And I'm also learning that sometimes you just have to let go and let God. It's a new year, 2023. Um, this this week has been a really up and down week for me. I'm not going to lie. Um, to the point that some, I even questioned existence question what I was doing with the podcast question what I was doing blogging question what I was doing as far as anything goes and then a friend encouraged me and I got to reach out and see two friends one online and one in person and it just made all the difference so guys this is what I suggest you do today check yourself number one number two get with a good friend have a chat, whether it's online or in person. Um, meet them for a meal. Meet them for coffee. Meet them for just a little chat, even if you only have 10 minutes. Do a 10-minute chat. Meet them for a book exchange. Um, if you want to meet new people, try seeing if there's things that you can do at the local library, if there's a book club, if you love to read. There's a craft place where you can find people just check yourself check in with yourself ask yourself these questions and I think there's two questions that oh my gosh today I read them down and there's two questions that they said that you need to ask yourself when you're talking about motives and the questions were something that very very simple but you wouldn't think they were simple when you were thinking about it, you would think, why didn't I think of that? And I'm trying to see if I can find them in this book. Because it talks about our motives. And it talks about the um, what, oh my gosh, I wish I could find it for you real quick. I had it and then I lost it. Oh, man. It's the one was how is this is this serving me or oh my goodness I'm trying to find it guys hold on just a second I know it's hard I know that you are probably going this lady is cuckoo crazy but I'm not I promise I just have a lot of thoughts going in my head and I wanted to actually share with you those two questions maybe it's further back than what I thought it was but the motives, and we're talking about red flag feelings. And there were two questions that came up. And I don't know. Here it is. Am I doing blank to try to prove something? Or am I doing blank to try to earn something? 
So those are two questions that you can ask yourself when you're thinking about what you're doing uh, to figure out if your motives are self-centered. If you're doing blank to try to prove something, whatever you're doing, and if am I doing blank to try to earn something? If the answer is yes to either question, it doesn't mean that we should hide in shame. The need for approval is natural. But the only kind of approval that truly satisfies comes from God. But you just need to check it. So, guys, thanks for listening to my rambling. I promise I will be back. Um, this will be two episodes this week. I have another episode coming out on Wednesday. I just felt like this one, this one, I just felt spoke to my heart and I wanted to go ahead and get it out before I forgot about it. And I, plus, added bonus, there's another motive. I'm going to be upfront and clear, taking another little sticky note off my board of my, I have a whiteboard on my wall and I put over there on my whiteboard everything I have to write about. Um, any story idea that comes up is on my whiteboard. And currently, right now, my whiteboard is 95% full because I'm so far behind. And I'm like, yeah, I need to get something off. And when I thought, you know what, I'm going to record this as a podcast episode instead of writing about it. So be blessed. Check your motives. Ask yourself the, these questions. Am I trying to earn something from it? Or if I, what do I want to feel from it? Um, I know this questions were not the same. Am I doing something, trying to prove something? Or if I'm trying to earn something to, about your motives? Thank you so much for listening. Thank you for being part of the podcast family. Please like, subscribe, review, um, wherever you listen to it at. Give me some thumbs up. If you want to see the shoes I was talking about, head over to Frugal Mom on Instagram and you'll see it there if you want to follow the blog, go to adventuresoffrugalmom.com. Um, I will put in the show notes the Frugal Mom Instagram book, um, the Instagram page, not book. I feel like it's a book sometimes. Um, I will put in the show notes as well the where you can find my blog as well as where you can find the book Esther. And I don't know if they're taking signups for the study or not, but I will check and see. And if they are, I will link that in the show notes as well. So as always, be blessed. And most importantly, remember, keep chatting. Bye. Chats from the blog cabin. We not only have voices for a podcast, but also faces for YouTube. Don't miss your next episode.